Have you ever stopped and wondered What about the music? Think about the music Listen to the music podcast The Dave and Neil Good morning or afternoon or evening, whatever time it is. Welcome to the Music Podcast with Dave Neal and our brand new friend, <laughs> Marcus from North Lane. Welcome, bud. How you doing? Thanks for, for joining us this week. Absolutely. Man, I just have to say, I put that request in. I said, like, when we saw this interview, I said, look, would Marcus be up for doing, like, a fun jingle? We need a theme song. And she said, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll see what happens. Yeah. Didn't realise, I mean, as we're sitting here prepping, Mark's like, oh, I wrote you a song. So uh, that's that's the podcast uh, you know, intro for this week. I yep. uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you didn't, well, screw you. All right, that was a treat for you. And um, if you don't like it, well, no more treats. Look, Marcus, thoughts, love the song. Had to add lib at the end there and add mm-hmm. in Dave and Neil. Absolutely. That's fine. But no, that's, you know, that's great. It sounded good. That's a first draft. It was, uh, to be honest, I wrote it in one minute. Wow. Before I went to bed. You know, you could have humoured us and just said, like, that took me like a week. No, it's because the inspiration just came so quickly. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. Because it was, you know, the vibes were there. Is, is that what it's like sometimes where you're just like, you know, you're in the middle of the night and, you know, you'll see like maybe de- like myself and Neil's faces in your head and it's like, boom, song. It's very rare. Day. It's only on those very special occasions. It happens for me often. <laughs> yeah. I think Dave. And then I just write like four songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's basically how I, how I work as well. Well, thanks for tuning in again. We've got Marks from Northlane in the studio. We're here in Sydney, Studios 301. Our good friend and engineer Stefan is also in the house. And it was his birthday. He didn't tell us. So happy birthday, Stefan. Happy Bing Bang. I oh, thank you. How was it, mate? Tell us about it. I'm actually, my back is face to you right now. So um, I can't see you. Is he smiling, Neil? He's smiling. He's got a smile on his face. Good, good. So the birthday was He looks was hungover, good. if I'm being honest. Uh... I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, glad you had fun. Um, Just but ride those levels, Stefan. Marcus, thanks so much for joining us in the studio again, man. You're our second in-studio guest, so how about that? That's very wild. Yeah, it's, it's... it's exciting. Um, obviously, you're here to talk uh, about a bunch of things. You're here to banter with us, but obviously we want to talk about North Lane's new album, Mesmer. Um, you surprised... Which is blowing up. It's, cool. yeah. it's blowing up right now. It's you surprised yeah. everyone with this. Now, was this intentional, or were you trying to copy Drake? <laughs> Drop a surprise album. Um, you know, it was it was definitely intentional. I think from very early in the process, we wanted to uh, uh, you know do something special with this record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a, a pretty wild few years for Northland, and I think it was uh, I don't know something we just felt we needed to do with the secret release. I guess for all the kids that have kind of stuck around through all the bullshit and all the crazy stuff that's been going on. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was we wanted to be able to just release it so kids didn't have to wait a couple of months after they'd, you know, pre-ordered and um yeah, we just wanted them to hear it as soon as they could. What was the like the play by play of that the the day of the launch? Like <laughs> were you guys like all hanging out together? Were you tracking stuff online? Like how- Yeah, well we were um we all went down to Melbourne on the day of the release, uh to do like a Facebook live thing. So we all kind of met up pretty early on the morning and uh, um, I don't know, it's quite a weird experience, I guess, compared to releasing another album just because um, because there was no hype leading up to it. It was very mm. like, what's going to happen? How is this going to go down? Is anyone going to listen to us? So I guess when, um, when we were able to just release it, it was just a big weight off our shoulders. Totally. Is, yeah. is it like a, I mean, the, the secret drop is I imagine it's either really, really scary or or the complete opposite and it's just like the chillest release ever. Like, where were we leaning? So scary. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like just that because we'd, we'd finished the album 
in, I'd say like November uh, of last year. So we've been sitting on this for like two or three months. Um, and yeah, uh, we've, we're very proud of it. So it's just very hard to keep it, keep it inside and keep it uh, to ourselves. You know, showed a few different people, but even then it was still like, you know, don't say anything. <laughs> you never yeah. heard this. Yeah. So it was definitely, uh, it was definitely tense leading up to it. And we released like a, released one song um, in January and like a week prior to that coming out, the artwork for it had leaked and we were oh. like, oh no. How the fuck do leaks happen? <coughs> I'm is not it, sure. Is it just some jerk who like hacks the files? I mean, that, that sounds so like amateur. It sounds like a James Bond movie, like someone hacked the files. But I'm so, like, I've never <laughs> spoken to a victim of a leak before. Like break, us, break it down for us. How did the leak happen? Well, I'm not exactly sure how that one happened, but because we're... I was in Melbourne actually at that point too. Me, John, and uh, Maya, someone who works at Unify with us, she, uh, she got this email. No, that's right. I was looking on Instagram and this artwork had popped up that I hadn't even seen yet, which was the, the Intuition single artwork. Mm. Wait, so you hadn't even seen the artwork No, yet? I hadn't seen it. Like, I think we might have just, just... So it was leaked to you? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, wow. It was, like, uh, it was like, oh, we're doing this now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like a week before the song came out. We're like, oh no, this is kind of, this could spoil everything. We weren't sure if that was like a, you know, mass leak as well of the whole record or mm. what was going to happen. So that was pretty scary, pretty early in the process. But besides that, it all went really, really smoothly. Was there an investigation? You guys like call the cops? Like, like what do you do when you get leaked? Well, um, my actually said that like they'd gotten... Um, like an email from their like security, like web security team or something that morning. Sure. That was like, saying yeah, what? Was, sorry guys, we didn't do our jobs. Well, yeah, there was, so the, it was a hack. There was a, yeah, I think it was either a hack or yes, yeah, someone had, someone had found it, but there was yes, yeah, yeah. so like it was a minor, minor breach or something. I don't think anything was taken or anything was found. And then that came up a bit later. So we have Ooh. a feeling those two are links, but yeah, we don't really know. And I guess in the end it wasn't too detrimental to yeah. what was going on. It's just crazy because, like, I mean, I guess the hack is better than like you know some close friend betraying you and <laughs> and having to be dead to you for the rest of your. That's life. the but ideal like, storyline if we're going to make a movie about this. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, but like some Russian guy sitting in his bedroom, like you know, <laughs> stealing your artwork in between, like spreading fake news, <laughs> is like a less yeah. uh, personally dramatic story. <laughs> I imagine. Exactly. Well, I yeah. think as well. I think how it would usually happen is, you know, those kind of, you know, the album would get sent off to people to review pr prior to the release or whatever and if they're feeling a bit sketchy they might just put it on the internet but usually for, for mm. the most part everything's like watermarked and yeah so you know where it's going to be coming from i know neil every week texts me going i got this exclusive like do you want to leak anything mm. and i'm always like neil you got to stop doing this yeah. <laughs> people are going to stop offering you interviews can't hold me down man <laughs> and, and he's, he's just like but on dave it's just like i can't i'm a terrible secret keeper <laughs> Because so every huge. single interview you're going to be offered for the next like, yeah, two years. Exactly. Just what, what, go Everything's going to be under yeah. ransom. You give me yeah. this interview or this happens. <laughs> yeah. Or this is out to everyone. Um, <laughs> if you check out themusic.com.au, uh, Marcus, we've called it a, a bona fide masterpiece. Yeah, that's pretty outrageous. Yeah. Oh. Well, give yourself a break. Oh. It was good. Well, Put that on the poster. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep that, uh, and um, we did an exclusive track by track with you guys. Mm. Now, I don't, don't want to go into specifics, but um, it is a really personal album. Would you say this is probably the most personal that you guys have done? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think for all of us, it was um, pretty important to touch on some of these more uh, yeah, personal subjects. Um, mm -hmm. I guess early in the process, like Josh was had written a song about his great-grandmother great passing away um, in Viridian. And I guess that was the kind of first step 
at least for me to kind of feel comfortable opening up about some more personal stuff, whether it be, uh, um, you know, Heart Machine, which is a bit about like uh, just like a relationship coming to an end mm-hmm. and uh, Fade being about my uh, my father passing away a little while ago. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, just being able to talk about these things was very like therapeutic and very, um, I don't know, just good for the soul, I think, just being able to put all of these thoughts out and, um, yeah, I don't know, I guess tell your story through that. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can connect to this more personal stuff as well. Like we've already seen so much uh, uh, feedback, I guess, from people who have gone through similar stuff that we all have. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, I think making music that's a bit more personal is very, um, I don't know, it kind of puts you on the same level is everyone listening to your music as well? Because everyone goes through that kind of mm. awful stuff, whether it be death or, you know, relationships falling apart. It's all part a part of life and, you know, it's you can't really hide that, I guess. Mm. When you are approaching, you know, <laughs> more personal stuff like this, uh, you know, in a band setting, how do you guys come across the actual, you know, the pitch of, of a song? Like do you kind of go, how I've been working on this? Or is it kind of like a, a, a you know, from the very beginning you're like hey I, I kind of want to talk about this like what do we reckon um well I guess for those the two songs I kind of worked real closely on um they were kind of um they kind of came together while we we're in the studio so um I guess I kind of already pitched the idea of what I wanted to talk about to the guys um prior to actually writing anything down but they were all very like supportive and interested to see what I came up with, I guess. Um, it took like, like for both of those songs, it was like a couple of days each kind of first just sitting there with David Bendis who produced the record, just sitting there talking about just every little part of that situation and kind of getting to the, to the core of it. And, um, you know, that was really hard cause you know, you're kind of talking about this pretty painful stuff like very mm-hmm. closely in depth and um yeah, yeah I don't know it's just definitely difficult but it was it was the best way to get these kind of yeah I guess almost slightly darker but more personal themes into it yeah without I guess um trying to force it too much it almost feels like a conversation or, or a series of conversations that would be almost impossible for a new band you mm. know uh the fact that you guys have been together for so long how helpful is that when you guys do want to, you know, have these sort of vulnerable conversations and, and get personal? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. For the most part, like I guess I'm still fairly fairly new in the in the mix with North Lane, but um, from from day one, they always made it super comfortable and easy to open up about that stuff, whether it's, yeah, through your music or just, you know, stuff you're going through um, that, you know, is behind closed doors, you know. Um, they've always been very open and supportive and I don't know, it's, it's not that kind of situation where we all kind of keep to ourselves and deal with our own shit and just kind of let the band be the band. It's 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 very much like a family situation where we can all open up and, you know, we can spend just a fucking half a day just uh, talking uh, about whatever's going on, whether it be relationship stuff we're dealing with or family stuff or whatever might be happening. Mm. Um, yeah, we're all very open to each other and I think that's very important. Well, I mean, the proof of that's very much in the pudding with this, with this new album, I think. Um, and you guys are about to, to kick off a, a big old tour. Mm-hmm. Tell we're, us about that. Yeah, we're, um, 
finally kicking back into it this year. Um, we have uh, had like four or five months off now, so I'm definitely getting anxious to get back out there again. A lot of playing 64 at home? Uh, no, more uh, DS. Nice. That's all right. Okay, you're not yeah. going. That's I've been fine. Playing, I've been playing new Pokemon a lot. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That's good. But is it like not not Pokemon Go? We're talking like yeah, Sun. Oh, oh, oh it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, the new the new. Uh... I thought that was just a fad. I thought Pokemon Go was like. Wait, a... no, no, Pokemon Sun. Yeah, yeah. Not oh, like I thought Go. I thought no, like, I was yeah, just yeah, saying. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, Sun. Okay, no, it's Pokemon Sun. Okay, what is yeah. Pokemon Sun? I don't know. What it's is just the, it's just the next in the in the handheld version. Okay, right. As someone that enthusiastically loved Pokemon for a very long time. Oh yeah. And then, like, missed out on the later seasons. Like, are these, like, the dumb new Pokemon or are these, like, the, like, original 151? It's it's dumb. Have it's... you caught the ice cream Pokemon yet? <laughs> I haven't, but I caught all, like, the wacky different... Have you seen the different versions of the old Pokemon? Oh, no. So there's, like... Uh, there's some are pretty sick. Yeah, there's are a, they? There's a Volpix that's, like, an ice fairy type, I think. Oh, I'm Googling this right now. Yeah, new sick. Volpix. <laughs> Anyways, we're heading out on tour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to talk about your band? <laughs> um, Who has the time? Yeah. There's Pokemon to be discussed. <laughs> well, you, you look over that while, that's I, fine. while I, I talk got, this. That's right. We'll talk about the band. <laughs> I'll Google Volpix in my own time. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been a little while, but yeah, we head out to, uh, I think, Southeast Asia for the first time early uh, May, and then we come back for... Uh, the regional intuition run, so yeah, back home. So that'll be um, yeah, very good to kind of do that run again. I love kind of mm. going to all those kind of just random places and playing in these pubs, and mm-hmm. you know, you always meet some local who's trying to buy you all the beer. So it's always good, good, good time. <laughs> um, and then after that, we head off to mm. Europe for the summer festivals over there, and then. What ones are you playing there? Uh, oh, it's a lot. We're playing Download Festival. Um, what else are we doing? There's so many rock for people. Yeah, it's just all these all these crazy things all over the place. I think mm. we're, we're playing grass well, pop as well. We were chatting um, before the show started, and I said, obviously, you guys have been on some pretty fucking crazy festivals before, mm. and you are still a relatively young band. Like you know, when you go to these festivals and you see all these acts that you would have easily gone to high school listening to their music, do yeah. you get time with these guys, or is it very much closed barriers? You get to wave from afar, and that's it. Um, yeah, from time to time, you definitely do. There's obviously the kind of the higher tier bands that, um, kind of just keep to themselves. And, yeah. You know, it's not because they're like kind of oh, better than everyone. It's more so just, you know. You've ever had your heart broken by like, oh, ex- insert name here. I love you. And they're like, get away from me. No, no. I've, I've always been too scared of <laughs> if it's yeah. someone I really, really, um. Can't get rejected if you don't yeah, say no. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely become a lot harder now that we've been, um, I guess now that I'm a part of this world, because from 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 I guess my initial time joining Northland, you know, I was obviously the new guy mm. and meeting all of these crazy people that I yeah grown up listening to. Like my first tour was with uh, like with Parkway Drive in Europe, and like Winston was you know someone I looked up to very yeah. much uh, while I was younger. And yeah, as we go on, there's all of these people I'll just like <laughs> walk by and just mm. lose my mind. When we played Slam Dunk. Uh, I think it was last year and um, like Panic of the Disco played that and they're like one of my favorite bands. Mm. And there was at one point when Brendan was just like walking around the backstage part going to get like lunch or something and I just couldn't couldn't get near him because I yeah I just feel like now that I'm actually a part of this world if I go and say something and say something stupid then it's like oh that's that 
that fool from Northland. <laughs> like I just don't, yeah, now it's like, it's kind of a... Kind of infects the You're worried band. that they'll be like, oh, okay, who's on the festival? Oh, Northland's on, okay, get canceled. Yeah, make, sh- ma- well, make sure you keep me away <laughs> from that creep. Like, what else did that just happen? It was, I saw Under Oath um, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, in, in Sydney or... Uh, yes, in Sydney. Yeah. And um, I met Spencer just before the show because um, actually, uh, like, Spencer, uh, so Under Earth had worked with David Bendis before. He just did our record, and yeah. I think Bendis sent him a message. Um, and like, I went in to meet him, and I just freaked out. Like, I just—it was like so un. Uh, like, I just didn't see it coming. Or did feel you it embarrass coming. yourself? I think I did. Like, I don't—I didn't think <laughs> so at the time, but like, I um, I spoke to Bendis later, and he's like, "Yes, yeah, Spencer said you came by, and like, you just." He didn't give you, you wouldn't give him a second of your time. And I'm like, no, dude, I was just freaking out. Wait, he, so Spencer said, like, Marcus kind of just shrugged me off. I think so. Oh, no. How, what, what did you do? Uh, okay. I, when you said, like, I freaked out, I thought you'd be like, okay, you, no, know, you, you sat there quietly just shaking. Like, no, yeah. like, okay, so my mate, my mate was actually, uh, he was doing an interview with them. So yeah. I came along early, walked in, said, hey, I'm Marcus. Um, I think, yeah, Ben just spoke to you a bit earlier. Um, and then I left them to do their interview. Mm. And I was just too freaked out. I like couldn't go back and talk to him. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, when I got there, it was like Aaron uh, and Tim were like standing in the doorway. Um, I think just talking to some people outside. Yeah. Before we'd come in, and I was just like standing outside, freaking out because like like Under Earth is one of the main reasons I wanted to start and join a band. So, mm. Like in my first band, I um, I played drums and sang because of Aaron and like. I don't know, it was one of those things where I just didn't expect myself to kind of be so starstruck. Mm. And then once I was in their presence, I just completely uh, froze. Mm. Um, so I definitely, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to anyone I, I like back ever again. Well, I mean, hopefully this the music podcast will will sort that out yeah. for you now. Like, so, I hear Spencer's a big listener of yeah. the show. Sorry, yeah, Spencer. Yeah, they all are. They all are, I hear. Um, oh, I felt like the biggest moron. Because I, I talked to Bendis later on that day and he's like, yeah. You're a you know dick what, like to the, Spencer, man. I'm like, no, David, I'm a little wuss. Like, I'd freaked out. Like, I feel like the best part about meeting your heroes are the two to three months afterwards where you get to replay every awkward thing that you did over and over and over in your head again. Like, yeah. that's that's your little gift for getting to meet them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so. But yeah, so I don't think anyone in my band should ever let me talk to anyone we love anymore. Because yeah. we're gonna just You're ruin just everything. Perpetuate this myth of uh, of you as like the aloof, um, sort of quiet yeah, dude. Yeah, that... just I don't know. I, I'm very. That's the thing. I am very quiet as well. So being freaked out plus like, yeah, being myself, it was just. It was well, what about weird. like a festival? Because again, we spoke <coughs> earlier, um, and we spoke to a festival like Soundwave. Obviously, Unify is probably the big one now. You guys played that, you know, a band like Alexis on Fire. Yeah. Did you get a lot of FaceTime with people like that, or do you kind of just again see them from afar and what's up, guys? Um. Yeah, I think. Yeah, with bands like that, it's kind of. I don't know. I think I've always just got this kind of preconceived. Well, shit. That's like that's that's Alexis on fire. That's mm. under it. They don't. They, I, I just feel like they wouldn't even want to waste their time. I yeah. guess it's like you know they've been so. Um, you know, I'm sure they've had like hundreds of thousands of people over the you know ten to twenty years that both bands have been doing things come up to them and be like. Oh, I love you so much. Is, do you envision twenty years from now, Marcus will be that guy? Like, ugh. We'll see get I- this kid away from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even then, I'm sure they're not like that. But it's still, you don't want to. Does it ever occur to you that some of these guys might be fans? 
uh, yeah, that's a really know, good point. Like yeah, the fact that you know, like you've got you currently have an album that, to be fair, has just been just been released, but sort of what number? Uh, it was debut number, number three on the charts, number only because of Ed fucking Sheeran. Which, like, <laughs> yeah. don't beat yourself up over it. Which, like, I'm he's he's, he's 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 actually you already have a number one well. album under your name. You've already won an Ari Award. But like, you know, there's a pretty good chance that these guys like they love they love the genre. They love yeah. the they love this type of music that they're probably listening to you guys. You know, like if you go up and be like, "Hey, I'm from Northland," they're probably like, "Hey." You album's killer, man. Because <laughs> I, I guess I can, it's very hard for me to ever see it like that. Because, yeah, for me, I'm still just this young fool who's still very <laughs> new to it. And, mm. like, I don't know. I, I, I guess I just couldn't even imagine them even being into my band. Because, like, why would yeah. you ever? We're just a bunch of kids. You guys have been. <laughs> We're a bunch of kids. You guys yeah. have been, you know, doing this for so much longer. I've been killing it for so much longer. Why do you? Yeah, give a shit. Every, t- every now and then, you know, you do kind of, we get, like, an odd, like, tweet or something from someone that's like oh wow you you listen to us that's really weird mm. um any uh any stand out like who um, were the what were the big tweets oh uh, there was one a little while ago that was pretty like outrageous but i can't remember off the top of my head just like left field ones like don burke from burke's backyard like <laughs> that boy's big fan yeah <laughs> love the music it's great even like well like peter neville like we just see him like, yeah, yeah. so dave you you know peter neville australian cricketer very yeah. good friend of mine i'm actually going to his wedding this weekend spoiler alright, guys wild um, all right yeah. name so, drop yeah, yeah. No, like, that wasn't just a name drop that was like a multi-tier name <laughs> drop there it's like Fuck you. <laughs> so you know pete neville very famous uh, like the also best a friend of mine best of friends <laughs> basically best man there's wedding. a point to the story uh, yeah it's the point that you you're fucking famous. Is that the point of the story? <laughs> Look, um, they call me the Australian Vinny uh, Chase. I'd just like to say, uh, Marcus, my name's Neil, and I don't get nervous around my heroes uh, because they're all my best mates. <laughs> Sometimes I do, but not around Peter Neville, who, by the way, did I say he plays cricket for Australia? Did I mention that? Uh, did you? No, oh, yeah. good. So yeah, so he um, he's he plays guitar in his spare time. Big fan of bands like Northland and Hellions. Yeah. Um, and I think did you tell me you tweeted him first, or he tweeted you guys? No, I think it was. What was it? I think it was it was Potter, Chris from Hellions. I yeah. think he tweeted him one day when we were in where were we? I think we were in Queensland or something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "You should come out to a show" because he was like in the area. You know, he never replied. And he didn't mm. come, but we put him on the door. But then ever since then, yeah, because we just kind of noticed that he, you know, loves his metal. We've seen him like playing bullet covers on his gram yeah. and. Um, yeah, so I'm tweeting about Hellions a little while ago. He's a big fan. Yeah, so it's it's, it's pretty wild. Just these random <laughs> da- Dan Ricardo. Who? Oh, Dan Ricardo is in the yeah. Formula One driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've we've heard like word from him every, like a little while ago. Yeah. And, like it's so weird when you find yeah these random people from different sides of the yeah. of the world, different sides of different like just completely different careers who you just never expect to listen to metal and stuff. So it's mm. it's pretty wild. So that's cool, man. So, I mean, what happens for you? Obviously, you're going to be going, you've got the Australian tour, you've got Southeast Asia. Um, are there plans to tour yeah. Australia again for Mesmer? Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll definitely be back um, before the end of the year. Yep. Um, I'm sure we'll announce something not too long after we've finished up on that regional run, but, you know, keeping it and on like, the DL for now. Now that we know that you drop secret albums, mm. um, <laughs> like, what do we say? Like, something out this week, next week, <laughs> like... Just like secret tracks, left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah we've got. It's, we're dropping seven albums this month. This, yeah, Good. yeah. Uh, you guys are really just trying to like, if we can get like one album 
like all the nominations for the Arias <laughs> this year for like the heavy rock, just like just, yeah, all, just, just take out them. the whole category. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, like they've said they're going to be releasing what nine albums? It was something wild. in one year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're up to. Is that too much? Um, uh, I ask. I suppose if you're a, like question. I suppose I if you're a big fan of a band, I think yeah. that would be fucking awesome. Well, if I, I said that... to you, Dave Charles Game Man is going to release nine albums this year. You're going to be like. <laughs> That's dumb. I'd be like, well, he's not. A, I would. You know, when he's gonna have time to do all the other stuff That's that it, I like yeah. from Childish Gambino? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, don't know, I think with like, with <coughs> Gizzard though, it's like they. Um, I guess they do lots of weird, different stuff. Mm. Like that one of the more recent ones is that microtonal album. That's just all That's this the weird, time, yeah. weird instruments and like. I don't know. I guess if you're doing something weird and creative, it's kind of neat. Mm. I guess for them as well, a lot of it I see is that's just kind of. It's way more just art than it is music. It's more just creating something mm. outrageous mm. than, I guess, something that's necessarily pleasing to the ears. Well, thank you for building that segue for me because I didn't need to do it anymore. I wanted to ask you, as a former ARIA Award winner, um, last year there was a lot of controversy with the best hard rock category at the ARIAs because King Giz won. Yeah. Um, and they were in a category that had the likes of Parkway Drive, 12 Foot Ninja, Amity Affliction. Mm-hmm. After King Giz won the award, um, some of the Amity Affliction band members took exception to it. And again, let's stress, they weren't having a go at the band. Yeah. They kind of had a go at the ARIAs saying, this is a band who isn't really hard rock yeah. and you've just overlooked a bunch of actual hard rock bands. Mm. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I don't know. I was pretty torn with it, I guess, because it is like... Um I guess it's very easy to, you know, clump us all together, all of those other bands um, in that kind of same sound. Um, whereas, you know, I think, you know, King Gizzard are a bit slightly left and a bit different to everything else that was going on. But there's still that kind of element of, you know, whether it's psychedelic rock or whatever, you know, that's always something that's come up in in old, like, hard rock bands. Yeah. Like, mm. I don't know, if you're going to bring up, like, you know, I think of. I don't know, even someone like Black Sabbath, you could almost you could almost bring those two pretty close to mm. each other. Um so I think it's you know, it's 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 very easy for us to kind of be like, Well, this isn't metal, but yeah. it's it's still like it really is up to everyone to decide. But I I suppose because <coughs> the you know, the previous winners are like North Lane, Parkway Drive, DZ Death Rays. Yeah. You know, um King is it would be considered left field. So. It is definitely like very strange and like compared to everything else. <coughs> In the category, and you know, Amity have been killing it like for the last like three or four albums. They've mm. you know released um, you know crazy crazy popular mm. records. So um, you know, I can see how there could be that frustration coming from there yeah. and whatever. But you know, it's just it's just an award. It's 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 not the be all and end all. Well, don't be like that because you're probably going to be nominated this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, just... no, it's it's so it's awesome. It's definitely like a great um acknowledgement yeah. of, of what you've been doing and obviously that people are you know on board with it but um yeah you can't let it rule your life sure. i guess yeah sick one well so like what what sort of music you listen to at the moment do you listen to much like outside of um outside of the sort of style of music you guys are making like what's the what's the song that you're listening to right now that we would not expect you to be listening to right now um or the album nikki webster's uh reboot uh, of yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah, nah. Come up on my playlist. Yeah, nah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Strawberry Kiss is not your jam? No, nah, I, I was... Yeah, I'm, I'm all about the OG version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah look, yeah, uh, 100%. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. I listen to all sorts of shit. Like, I'm pretty um, pretty all over the place. Um, like, I do listen to a little bit of the heavier stuff. But for the most part, I listen to a lot of, like, pop rock or even just pop stuff. Like, what have I been listening to a lot lately? 
new Aaron Carter. Yeah, dude, it's wild. Seriously? It's like mad. Um, Aaron Carter. Yeah, really. Yeah. What? He's back. He's back. He's back better than ever. He's back. He's Every time I see him in the news, it's just because he's he's just bagging out another celebrity. Like uh, he's that de- guy's a dick. He's definitely he's he's a bit whack. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but the EP is, is sick. It's just like mad. Really? It's mad like Bieber pop. Okay. Like yeah, like cool. purpose Bieber yeah. pop. So I'm so super yeah, into that. Then you're sick. a fan to Bieber, aren't you? Oh yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Biebs goes off. Did you see him when he came? Recently? I didn't. See, I wanted to. I, I, was, I would I have bummed. loved to it, but I heard he wasn't great. Not because the sh- apparently the show's great. He's but he just, just out of it. He looks like he's in pilot mode. Like he doesn't give a fuck. I'd hate to be him coming to Australia though. Like, it's so wild. All the like, just how crazy people are and how mm. disrespectful. Like him going and getting like chicken one did you see that like he went to go get breakfast or lunch one day yeah, yeah, sort of, like, like standing around there was the a crowd just... around him just watching him eat and once he left apparently like these girls went and like took his leftover food and his cutlery and took it like stole that's, it that's weird isn't it like it's just all this crazy shit you know to the point where he'll be like running down the street because yeah. there's too many people and like people just don't give a shit yeah I, mean, I think like when he was in Melbourne I don't know if you saw this there was some girl came up to get a selfie with him yeah and um she was like can i get a photo he's like no like I, I, i'm not getting a photo like you made me sick that yeah one, please stop yeah. yeah well then she, she goes i'm gonna do it anyway yeah and then she started doing it and he said you make me sick and everyone was like fuck people what a ticket i'm like on one hand i get it he's got a lot of fans he's got to but respect like, them but he said please don't and then she goes she quote yeah. i'm gonna do it anyway like, like weird fucking entitlement people have yeah. of like ownership over someone just because they like their music yeah it's just like absurd to me i've gotten some crazy messages here and there as well like i've yeah you know people like just dms on twitter yeah like i've gotten messages on my facebook which like i don't always check because you know i'm not always just yeah checking all that shit but like i got this like one i won't say who obviously but i got this kind of barrage of messages a little while ago it's and probably it was, me yeah, maybe. Yeah, it, was, it was didn't have a profile picture, so yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, they're just a barrage of messages because I hadn't replied to this one kid, and yeah, he was like, you know, you can't just do this. Like, you can't just expect, you know. And it wouldn't be intentional, of course. No, like, of course yeah. not. It's not like I'm purposely avoiding this kid or don't want to talk to it's him. Like you and, see the tweet, you you Google him, you look at his stuff, <laughs> and you're like, actually, fuck yeah, this, this guy. <laughs> this particular kid is dead to I me. I don't think I could hold a conversation with you, no. No, but he kind of blew up at me and was just like claiming I don't like care about our fans and stuff. Yeah, and just all yeah. this crazy shit. And it's, Basically Stan. Yeah, it was just... <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like really wild because I, I try a lot to, you know, do as much as I can to speak to fans or like meet up with them during or after the show. Um... And it's just wild, you know, this one occasion where I don't reply to some kid and they just assume that I just don't give a shit and I'm yeah. just doing it for the for the sake of being in a band. And mm. it's just, you know, it's it's very wild that people can just jump to their own uh, conclusions and think, you know, it must be so easy for someone like Beebs because, you know, he's rich and famous and stuff. But, like, in the end, he has no privacy. And, mm. um, you know, I, I'm sure it would be really hard to find anyone who's, trying to be your friend for actually being your friend like, yeah 100 it's you know you'd have your your close group of friends who are like probably also half of them are producers and stuff mm. as well yeah. yeah and it's just like you can't ever escape that world i guess yeah and it's, it's very hard for i think it's, it's hard for people to really kind of yeah. see it from that perspective even mm. myself before i joined north lane it was you know i thought it was just all fucking uh, flowers and 
whistles and I don't know, mm. is, is that a term? Flowers <laughs> and whistles? I made that up. Um, um, there's, there's bells and whistles. Bells and whistles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something. <laughs> it's all and the bells and whistles. Flowers and sunshine. Is flowers, that and flowers and sunshine. sunshine. Whatever. One of the Rainbows two. Rainbows and sunshine. It's all happening. But I yeah, mean, you know, you yeah. kind of run into, you know, there's a lot of more difficult stuff that happens mm. through touring all the time and if all I the behind was the scenes. As famous as Bieber, I might hotbox a Learjet too. Absolutely. <laughs> because sometimes that's what you need to get through, <laughs> get through the week. Good day. Yeah. That's all I do. <laughs> well, I, mean, I was, I was going to say as well, um, just going off topic for a second. It's a good thing you guys released the album two Fridays ago and not this past Saturday because if you said, hey guys, we're dropping an album, yeah, everyone yeah. would have gone, fuck you, North Lane, yeah. April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing this. But it's, no. it's, it's funny you say that, Neil, because I feel like this April Fool's, there were like a couple things where like companies or like, you know, people drop stuff on April Fool's that were actually really awesome. Yeah. Like, I mean, Adult Swim, I don't know if you guys watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I it, lost the plot to that. Was, oh, man. Like, really if, good. if you haven't watched Rick and Morty, it's like a hilarious cartoon show that you should check out literally right now. Uh, we've been waiting like 18 months for the third season. And then on April Fool's, Adult Swim uh, dropped the first episode of the new season, just looping on online for like so 24 good. hours. And it was awesome. But how was that a prank? Well, because it, it was like, I, it's the, it's the I think I saw a, a lot of people as well who didn't even open it. Because they thought yeah. it was a prank. They were like, I saw people like, don't play with my emotions like this. And I'm sure they hadn't even opened it because obviously yeah. they would have seen. That it was is, real. Yeah. 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 I, think I, I think I didn't actually open it until the next day when it was just, the video was just on Facebook. Mm. like show, And it wasn't on the Adult Swim website. And I was like, oh shit, it actually happened. Well, because I think the prank was that they were going to release it for a very, very short period of time and yeah. then pull it off and people would be like, oh, I missed it. Like yeah. that's, that's annoying. And also like Adult Swim, like they did a thing uh, a couple months ago where they released, like they made this big sort of fanfare of uh, episode, like season three, like, uh, you know, trailer. teaser trailer now out, now out. And everyone's like freaking out about it and they go to it. And someone had done this like mash cut of like old footage singing out, um, I'm never going to give you up. So they basically yeah. rickrolled their entire yeah. audience. I feel like they, they couldn't do that again on April Fool's Day. No. Because everyone would absolutely be furious. Yeah. I would have, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> but we know that they're like, they do troll their audiences. Yeah. So like for them to like actually drop an episode that people have been genuinely, you know, looking out for for ages was kind of awesome. So yeah. what was the, you mentioned Netflix Live as well? Okay, so this is the other thing which I thought was cool. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this. I watched all 48 minutes of it. Yeah. Basically what it was, Netflix announced this new show, uh, which was just playing on April uh, on April uh, 1st. And it was Will Arnett um, narrating live, thing, right? yeah. narrating live um, just everyday activities. <laughs> so like there'd be like a, a static shot of like a printer and he would just be going, oh, here's a printer. Um, <laughs> and it's like, to, like someone using a microwave and just like just live like stream of consciousness narrating the microwave like as a burrito's in. Yeah. And just sort of being like, oh, that's... So we've just had 30 seconds pass. They don't make uh, 30 seconds like they used to. Like, <laughs> and like, but the thing is, it, like, I think Netflix were releasing it as like, oh, like this will be dumb. Like everyone will hate this. Yeah. I would watch like three seasons <laughs> yeah. of it. Like it was so good. It was Isn't like, like mesmerizing. Isn't that just like Gogglebox? You're yeah, watching yeah. someone watch something. It's else? people watching. Yeah. Without the people watching. Yeah. Just watching them. Like it was just funny and it was like mesmerizing. Like I think it is actually still on Netflix if you want to check it out. Wow. Um, if you have like a spare hour. <laughs> yeah. Hour to waste 
watching. Was there any point that when you're watching them where you're like, oh, I should go get on with my day? There's like literally like towards the end of the episode, they have like um like grass growing. He watches grass grow. Uh, he watches, there's a, a guy trying to parallel park for yeah. like 10 minutes. It's, it's like the most absurd piece of art. It's like surreal. It's amazing. Uh, no, at no point. <laughs> and like, you know, it's always like you'll watch something in the background as you do work. That wasn't me. <laughs> I like, I like sat down. You, yeah. You, I was at the computer. It was, it was full screen. <laughs> I just, I watched the whole thing. It was, and I was a little bit hungover at the time, but it was exactly what I needed at that point in my life. So there's been some good April Fool's jokes. I feel yeah. this year. It's like the one day of the year where I don't trust anyone or anything. Mm. Yeah. Even just a few days after it's such a bummer. Cause you still get like these random Notifications, news yeah. articles <laughs> that are like something yeah. interesting. Yeah. What did I see? It was like. Oh, fuck, I can't, I can't remember any of them. But yeah, it's like some article and then you think for a second, oh, that sounds kind of neat. And then, oh, no, absolutely not. Man, every, and the worst part is everyone I bought. Like, oh, The Office is getting back together. The Seinfeld cast is going to be doing a live show. Um, Tom DeLonge is rejoining Blink. I was like, yes! Click, April Fool's. Fuck! Yeah. Sometimes like, they're really cruel. They're yeah. They're really, really cruel. <laughs> yeah. It just, it keeps happening. It's bad. But it's like, I, it was like this meme going around where like April 1st is the only day of the year that people will actually second think the things that they read on the internet. Yeah. Like every other day of the year, we just accept everything. Yeah. It's yeah. like, like truth. But yeah. this one day, it's like, mm, I don't know yeah. if this article uh, is oh, on the level. No. Um, before we, we wrap things up, we obviously have to talk about Splendor. Yeah. Um, the lineup dropped last week. A lot of big international and local acts. You got the XX, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, LCD Sound System. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the one you're losing your mind for, right? I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Why is that? Because I like LCD Sound that, System. That, that wasn't like a. Do you, mean, need, do you need? That wasn't like a mean like they're dumb. I, I think they're do great. You need but more like, than that? Are, you, are you super? I mean, excited? there is that like weird sort of like deep fan controversy about them sort of like doing the the going away tour a couple of years ago, and mm. now they're coming back, and everyone's like, "How dare you yeah. get back together?" <laughs> Like, the like it's, it's like, how dare you musicians decide after a break that you want to play more music? Like, fuck off. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. They're coming to Australia. I want to see them. Yeah. Thank you, LCD Sound System, for getting yeah. back together. Here's a curveball <laughs> for you, Mark, because it's probably better directed for the Splendor organizers. But do you, do you guys think that Splendor is a festival that Northland would fit in well at? Um, potentially. I think we were even, we were trying to get it on this year. Really? But I think mm -hmm. we had other things come up that yeah. we, this wouldn't have worked out. Yeah. I think we were actually trying to sort that out for this yeah. year. So hopefully that does. It's always a pretty eclectic festival. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's it's the thing. You know, you've got Splendor. the XX and then you've got Queens of the Stone Age. Like two very different bands. Totally. Yeah. And it's it's neat. You, you kind of find with a lot of those like, camping or regional festivals, yeah. they always do have that kind of mixed up lineup. We played Groove in the Mule a couple of years ago. Yeah. And we were kind of yeah, like that heavy band on it as well. Yeah. But Yumi at Six were playing as well. Yeah. But then the rest of it was just like yeah. Well, I mean, this year's classic... in the moves, like you know, a lot of pop rap bands, yeah. and then you've got Ocean Grove. In there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's um, it's, it's a bit sick. odd. But I mean, I think it would be cool as a as someone like Northland would be awesome to have there. Maybe not as a fan because I don't think Aaron Carter's ever going to play there. No, so your heart's gonna it's not going to work for you there, mate. Well, that's not. Do you reckon Bruno Mars would ever play? You know the weird thing is, I think I wouldn't rule him out at all. Yeah, yeah. no way. Well, because like the big, I the big Bruno sort Mars. of like <laughs> uh, contender everyone everyone expected was Lord, right? Yeah. Lord and the Gorillas mm. were kind of the two people that everyone sort of thought was going to happen. You and, assume, and yeah. Lord's pretty poppy. Like uh, she's, you know, obviously not a Bruno Mars necessarily, yeah. but she's pretty mainstream now. Well, yeah. I, I would have thought she would have been a shoe in for Splendor. I mean, yeah. I don't know, maybe well, maybe the dates schedules in. mixed up. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Should have been a nice big name on the on the maybe headline. She's waiting for that. That album to drop and do the big, yeah. big mm. sheet. Well, she's on Glastonbury. Glastonbury's got a fucking yeah. 
fuck off you, July. Yeah. Like, Foo Fighters, yeah. Radiohead. Mm-hmm. Then you've got, like, Katy Perry, Ed Sheeran. Um, the Avalanche is, like, the only Australian band on the lineup. It's wild. But it's, we had this conflict in the office. We didn't know if you still count Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees. Like, he, he's technically... <sighs> From England, but he lived here a lot. Yeah. I don't know. So really, it's the Avalanche. Let's, let's, let's like claim that, him. Yeah. Let's claim him. <laughs> let's just it's like that it. thing of like, do we still get Nick Cave? Like, is he still yeah. ours? Like, if you've he's moved I think now. We do, though, yeah. You reckon though? Like, how long has he been living in in London? Like, I, I in my heart of hearts, he's Australian. Yeah. But you know, like, part of you does kind of go. I feel like you have to go. Where Where are they born? Yeah. Sure. Like, if you know, if you were born in London and you moved the next day to Australia, you lived there your yeah. whole life. Maybe that's fine. Yeah. But like, say. If you've lived in to, in London until you're 15, then you move to Australia. You're British. Yeah, I feel like it's sure. a it's a where you grew up. Yeah. Well, not even necessarily where you're born. Just like yeah. where you if you're yeah if you yeah. grew up mm. most of your life in Sydney. Or where were you living when you blew up? Is that is that it is or even before that? Even before, I guess, just wherever you call yeah. home. Really, it's 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 yeah. like I'll always say Forry's my home, which is Forestville. Don't but, tell yeah. everyone. Oh, did, Can oh, I tell him the address? No. <laughs> you can't. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it later, guys. It's, it's, close, and, to, uh, it's close to the shops. And uh, tune in uh, for, because coming right up, uh, Marcus's personal home number. Uh, be reading out one digit per minute uh, oh, for the next 10 minutes. But yeah, no, because I'm, I'm planning on moving to Melbourne at the end of the year, but I always still say I grew up in Sydney or from Sydney. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if you want us to talk about that. You Like the, the band are almost... Sydney founded band, mm. packing up and moving to Melbourne for the most part. Yeah, we're. <laughs> Why is that happening? Is it the lockout laws? Is that what? What the, did we do? Is that something we did? Well, no, it's we're all pretty whipped. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, it's no. a girl thing. It's like you know we're in the I guess position where we can move because we're always going to be away from home. I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I guess our girlfriends can't necessarily do that. But yeah, it's easy. It's easy. But the lockout laws aren't helping, are they? Lock, no, not at all. Like, <laughs> no. if all of this crazy stuff, like, what was the hideaway bar stuff where they got a noise complaint on, yeah. like, 8 on a Saturday or 7.30 yeah. on a Saturday night? Oh, yeah. It's and got just, fined? Like, it's it's, it's actually insane. It's ridiculous. You want to hear something really sad? Not, <laughs> I don't not, know if I do, but No, yeah, this is really sad. <laughs> so I went to the hills um, this past weekend to see my parents. Yep. Um, we went to the local RSL. Yeah, I'm not gonna say the suburb, but you know, I was also um, at the hills. Yeah. Uh, so we had like a, it was like a f- couple of us were just like sitting in the sports bar, just having a drink, and this bouncer came and said, like he pointed one of the people out and said, "Can we have a chat? A little chat over here?" Of course, the inevitable, you've got to go. Um, we argued it because we literally weren't doing anything. Yeah. Um, long story <laughs> short, five security guards escorted us out to the car park. Oh my god! At the local RSL. That's wow. where we are now. What time of night? Also, it was about midnight. Okay. But like we, I, I you know, like. It was just chill. Wasn't yeah. It? Like if we've already like, my dad's actually like, I'm going to put in a formal complaint. Like we was, it was like this. And then imagine if someone just came and said, Marcus, can we have a chat outside? Yeah. Please, mate? Like we weren't doing anything. It's like, you know, maybe one of you kind of had a big laugh mm. and they, they heard it. And like, oh, they're out of oh, it. Hello. They're out of control. Mm. It's like, it's seriously like that's, I feel like there's very few places you go now where you feel like you can actually have a good time. Man, going absolutely. to King's Cross these days is so depressing. I live in King's Cross and like I'll come yeah. home at like 10 o'clock on a Saturday night and it'll be Dead. ghost town. It's, yeah. it's amazing yeah. in like the worst way. Yeah. Like I remember I had like drinks at um, King's Cross Hotel, mm. like 9pm on a Friday, and it's just dead. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while, but I couldn't even imagine mm. yeah. it being like, because that place used to go the fuck off. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, it's still like, it's a killer venue, but it's just... Everything just closes down and they just no have one wants to. to be there. But yeah. the, often, when it comes to music anyway, a lot of the people, not for lockout laws, but who try to be on the fence, will say, oh, it doesn't really affect musicians because it's not like they're playing gigs. Oh, it absolutely does. Though. Yeah? Because it's like, in the end, if these venues aren't, 
you know, accommodating to people who, you know, want to come and drink it mm. up until midnight or however mm. long, then these venues can't stay open because they're not being able to, you know, make the money they need to do that. And that yeah. means venues are closing down, whether it be the Annandale or... Well, it's that domino um, effect, isn't it? Because, like, I'm sort of at an age now where, like, I don't always... I don't want to go out, like, yeah. until, like, 3 a.m. every single mm. weekend. Mm. But there are places that I want to go that are closing down because People, their client, like, the majority of their clientele would want to stay out yeah. that late and they're not getting the money from those people to be able to justify staying open. Mm. Well, even just like something as small as like a convenience store around these places, like that yeah. ends up closing down as well because they're not making as much money as they would from, you know, hundreds of drunk people coming and buying a sausage roll yeah. <laughs> at night. So yeah. like it's, it's yeah, it all is quite the domino effect of, um, yeah, if people aren't going to venues, the venues won't stay open and then you yeah. won't have anywhere to play. So, yeah, I mean, you just, you just got to like, I mean, a lot of people sort of, I think in greater Sydney, um, particularly, you know, older people look at the lockout laws as this, you know, completely justified, amazing thing that's keeping the streets safe. But you just got to live in inner city or to be coming into the inner city every now and then just to see <coughs> the damage that it's doing mm. to, to local businesses and to the culture. Like it's, it's devastating and, and it's, it's it, more and more so every single week. And it doesn't feel any better that, you know, as opposed to, you know, people kind of doing whatever they want at night and kind of making their way home whenever. You're kicking every single drunk person out at three onto the street at the same yeah. time. Like, it's just as dangerous. and Which just is as... at the same time that the taxis end as well. <laughs> so exactly. Like, yeah. No one has ways to get home. Yeah. To... It's like, no, it's it's just as risky as, you know, just letting people do what they do. Yeah. Um, it just, it, like, for me, like, purely, like, economically... Like, doesn't it make more sense to have just a slightly more creative policy about, like, how to deal with night culture so that everyone can make money? Like, like liberal government, don't you like money? Yeah. You like business? <laughs> You're no, about business and money. But that's when, I guess, the star comes into it, where yeah. they have kind of... They also like business and money. They also yeah. have the business yeah. money, and they've kind of, I guess, made it possible for them to be the place to go. Yeah. I just feel like Bokina Los Dos. Like, like the, the star's going to be going just fine yeah, exactly. with, with the rest yeah. of the yeah. of the city having exactly. nightlife. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, well, so uh, brings I don't back know. To the point I guess... that it makes sense why you're moving to Melbourne. Oh, yeah. Melbourne's oh, yeah. sick. <laughs> I love Melbourne. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, why not? Just keep Sydney open. Like, how do you support them? Do they, like, do, can you donate to keep Sydney open? Is that a I'm thing? I'm not sure. I know, obviously, you can go to the rallies. I don't know. Like, thank well, yeah, like really nice on, on Facebook. They're doing some good work. Oh, really? At the last rally, yeah. I was at the last rally. Yeah. Yeah, had made a little sign. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, good. What did the sign say? What did it say? Um, something like, Sydney, I love you, but you're bringing me down. Oh, oh see? LCD yeah. Sound System reference. Yeah. <laughs> did I mention that I like those guys? Because I do. Because <laughs> I do. Uh, I think my friend had um, had uh, something along the lines of, uh, lockout laws are making Sydney Trump when we could be Beyonce, mm. which I that's felt... Good. That's a good one. I felt was I like a good that. one. Yeah. Yep, we could be Beyonce. How's this? Lockout laws are dumb. Oh, well, my favorite thing about that, Neil, was how witty it was. Thank you. Yeah. Quick. I spent a week writing yeah. that. Straight to the yeah. point. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> well, Marcus, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Um, the album is called Mesmer. It's out now via Unified. Um, congratulations on the album again. Thank you very much. Good luck with the tour. Cheers. Um, in the regional areas, anyway. We hope to see you in the in the metro areas very shortly. Um, but, yeah, and thank you for the theme song. That was great. Enjoy. Yeah. Well, um, we'll have post-meeting 
about that and uh, see if we can make that the official. Yeah, we'll see how we can do with distribution and stuff. I yeah, guess. good. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe like a Spotify get a, like a deluxe edition of Mesmer and like add that on the end. <laughs> it's like the, yeah. maybe the start. That would yeah. be a good starting yeah, point yeah. for the album. I feel. Yeah, just like yeah. really ease people into the to the album. You yeah. know, it's like here's a little intro. Set up a whole for something new experience. Do you have like a yeah. do you have like an outro song that you can make for us right now? An outro song. Yeah, just like oh here we go. That's gonna be minor then. It's gonna go there. I don't know what that means. As opposed to major. Uh, okay. Yep. Music. Music noise. That was bad. No, that's good. That was good. Oh, I liked it. Are they lyrics or? Goodbye to the music. It's been so nice to talk to you today. Maybe someday we can do it all again. But I don't know when that'll be, my friend. And yeah, 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 this has been the music. With See you later, guys. Have an amazing We'll week. see you after the Easter break. We'll be back. After the Easter Monday, which I believe is the week of the 17th. Should have added that in the song. We'll do it next time. Marcus, thanks so much again, man. Bye-bye. <laughs>